I'm going to just go ahead and do this real quick. For everybody, the cold open, I'm going to say this. If you don't want to listen to people talk about shit, forward, fast forward to about four minutes and 45 seconds into the podcast. That's that's the cold open. Lauren, Lauren just messaged it. me and said, please tell me you are not recording. Can Nikki edit this out? <laughs> uh, my friend Paul and I will just like send each other random like he'll be on his playstation and i can see that he's like watching netflix which means he's watching it with his girlfriend nicole and he'll do stuff the same to me like i'll be like going to play nhl and i'll see that like he's playing netflix and i'm like okay so like i've started randomly now when i see it like if he's online when it's like he's in like a a, a tv watching app i just message him pee pee poo poo <laughs> And it's so childish and so immature and so dumb. Like, it's so dumb. Like, it's not actually funny, but it's hilarious because I know the context in which he's receiving it. Like, I know that she's sitting there seeing it pop up on his screen and being like, your friends are morons. (laughs) He does it to me. He does it to me. Like, like he just, he'll send me random messages. Like, just like, like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's it's funny. I, I, and it's some good banter. Super, super good banter. Witty, witty banter. The pee pee poo poo. Everybody loves pee pee poo poo, and and when you just continue saying boobs and butts over and over again, I maintain. I do. I maintain. Okay, you know, like there are times where you're like, all right, come on, like toilet humor. Like there's time and a place, but I maintain. Every dude laughs at toilet humor. Like. Every every man you know, and that's why I maintain that around really the age of like thirteen or so, men stop growing up and just start growing taller. Except for people like Jay. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Damn, Jay is short. But also, yes, I agree. Farts are always funny. They're never not funny. Yes, uh, they will just Farts continue to funny. be. Poop is funny. Poop is I funny. Can funny. be. Can be. Can be. Sometimes it's disgusting. Often. Like it's not disgusting, but sometimes Often. it's very funny. <laughs> One time. One time I was in a public bathroom and there's this dude taking a shit next to me and he just absolutely is just, he comes busting in the bathroom, number one. So like I knew some shit was about to, literally about to go down. (laughs) He comes busting in. I hear the door of the stall slam. I can hear him like breathing heavily trying to get his pants off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. So I'm sitting there just listening to this. Dude, he gets down, he starts shitting, and it's just, it's gross. Like, there's a lot of noises, some splattering going on. And then I just hear him go, oh, God, as he's, like, straining through it. Ew. And I just lose it. I'm laughing my ass off in the stall next door. And it's, like, quiet. Like, he's gotten quiet as I started laughing. And then he started laughing. <laughs> and it was like, it was just like the funniest thing. And I was like, this is so gross. But like, there was nothing I could do but laugh. Like, it was just like, I'm like, this is the most preposterous thing. I'm like, this dude is taking a shit in this bathroom. Like fucking Harry Dunn in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I remember one time I was in an airport bathroom and a guy, I was in a stall. Was I changing? I don't know. I was putting something in my fucking suitcase and I think I was changing or something, but like the guy gets into the stall next to me and I just hear that like 
bassy fart you hear when it's just the bowl. It's got like really big. It's like it's just like. <laughs> you remember? You know what that is? Right? Where it just circles, just circles the whole bowl. Because you're just like, yeah, it does like the microwave style, like bouncing back and forth, and it reverberates really good and. Fucking, and you thought it sounds to, like somebody's trying to plug a guitar in and like they just have the thing put in yeah, the air. It's, it's the feedback fart. It's that like feedback oh, fart. God. It's just like boop. And he did it. And I was like, oh, that was loud. And he did it like two more times. And then there's just like silence. And then I just hear, well. It's just well, and then a flush, and that was the whole thing. And he got up. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and do this real quick for everybody. The cold open. I'm gonna say this: if you don't want to listen to people talk about shit, forward, fast forward to about four minutes and forty five seconds into the podcast. That's that's the cold open. Lauren, Lauren just hear- messaged me and said, "Please tell me you are not recording." Can Nikki edit this out? <laughs> oh, God. God. We try to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just we talk about, literally talk about, about, about shit. shit. Literally talk about, about shit. shit. Hey, Welcome hello. back, everyone, to NBA, where we live up to our name. We try to talk NBA shit, but we just talk shit. It's very often, literal, figuratively. Like we have talked about poop a lot on the show. Yeah, I mean, you have talked about <laughs> shitting your pants on an yeah. episode. Yeah, a year yeah. or so ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got way too many of those stories. Um, we should talk about that after the podcast. Probably, I got a problem. Well, I think did I tell you? Guys, I told you guys about the one where I shocked myself into shitting myself. No, we have never discussed that. I I was on a, it'll be, I'm just going to do it real quick. I was on a film set. I had to poop. We were oh, yeah, church. yeah, yeah. We were yes. in church. Yeah. In the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, this was, this was discussed at length. Yeah, that was. I, yes, that is the one we discussed at length. Yeah. Fucking well, shitty poop. Squadcast app. I don't yeah. know. Squadcast. I think you. Well, I wanted to say sh- I wanted to say shitty. Right. Because it was, you know. Keep right back into game. it. Right, right back, back into the poop. We cut out for a second there. Because of poop audio. And let's get back into the poop talk. No, I'm just kidding. Let's get back into some actual basketball talk. Welcome to NBA, the podcast that tries to talk NBA shit. But we just keep going back to shit talking. I'm your host, Nikki Kiles, a.k.a. Draymond Dream Team. Yeah, give it up for my co-host, my brother from the legit same father and mother. Very nice. Uh, I'm your co-host, Jay Kiles, a.k.a. Bradley Be Real, because I'm insane in the membrane. I don't know. Bradley Beal had a nice dunk. 100 million, 100 million shots in 100 days. And that's the, <laughs> voice. <laughs> and that's the voice of our brethren with less melanin. Hey, what's up? It's Tad, a.k.a. Jake Santa Clausus, a.k.a. Mike Triller. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. I like that. That's good. That's good. All right. Uh, let's jump into it. First things first. We already said... The Wizards be wilding because they decided to pick up Russell Westbrook, but that's a nice hat, Tad. Uh, Tad has got a Hornets hat. I guess Tad's letting he, everyone know his allegiance is now towards LaMelo Ball. Oh, God. <laughs> Tad bought his uh, – So many hats. People can't see this because it's a podcast, but 
Tad bought what he predicts is going to be the finals, the Hornets versus the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> I, have a on the, I have a heat one on the way, too. But it hasn't showed up yet. So. Just thought there was a shot in hell that he was going to get drafted this year, so he bought all the hats so he could put them yeah. on. Yeah. Well, I got <laughs> didn't send him the box. He just did it himself. He bought I all gotta, of them. I got to represent the Hornets because, like, much like LaMelo Ball, I like to lie about how tall I am. <laughs> yeah now he's listed at six eight do you want to talk about that before we get into like real things or like, oh no no let's start with the real little shit. tiny thing shit. okay we'll get into the real shit the real shit is uh the rockets got rid of russell westbrook and now james harden's like "Ooh, i want some of that action he uh didn't show up to preseason workouts for the first two days and then clips came out of him hanging out with i believe it was little, little baby, baby. Yeah, little baby. baby uh in atlanta some strip clubs he also was seen at some uh, LA strip clubs and at strip clubs that were all around the US except for anywhere in Texas. He just he was like no strip clubs in Texas. I think it's just cuz he heard that they were like we're cool if you smoke weed but you can't go to clubs once the season starts. So he's just getting it out of his system. But Jay, how do we feel about this? Is this is this uh this the end? Do we think James Harden's out this out before the season even starts? Although preseason starts on Friday. I mean, look, he went back, he went back to practice this week. He's got this, this whole situation is like frustrating. Not only, not only because of the way he's been acting, but like to do all this during a pandemic is so fucking careless. Like it's just, it's unbelievably careless beyond like, like, you know, guys not showing up to camps and shit like that. That's super common in the NFL. Um, this doesn't really happen in the NBA at all. Um, he is, he is just like, blatantly putting it in like in the faces of the Houston Rockets organization and the fans for that matter and his teammates and to boot he's literally saying fuck you guys because I know I'm gonna have to quarantine when I get back anyways so whatever I'll be out for the first three weeks probably not gonna play the first couple weeks of the season anyways it's such a fucking douchey move and like I've I've had like I don't know I've gone back and forth on my opinion on James Harden as as a player as a dude like he's never really been like a bad dude per se like you know the strip club thing and like coming into the not not that the strip club thing is a bad thing per se but like you know how he spends his time off the court and like coming into seasons like out of shape that's always kind of led me to have like a strong opinion against him like I, i i would never say that james harden doesn't take his job serious like the 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 leap that he has made in his career from being a guy who was the sixth man of the year to like being an mvp candidate every single year and probably one of the greatest shooting guards of all time like that like there's there's no way that you could just like scoff at that like work goes into getting to that level the footwork and all different things that he's done but like this shit is just like you know listen i'm all for player empowerment i understand it but like you can't sit there and say that houston hasn't done literally whatever james harden wants he wants to play wants to play with chris paul they go get chris paul doesn't want to play with chris paul anymore they go get russell westbrook doesn't want to do that anymore they go get john wall and to do this shit is just so fucking disrespectful it's just it's it's maddening it's so maddening i feel so bad for steven silas what a fucking disaster i mean it goes back to the thing that i talked about with the clippers right like well like you know i talked about like Kawhi's a great player but is quite a great leader and i don't think so but like he's certainly better than like James Harden is just a a, he's he's not a leader of a team and it's like you can't win a title with guys like that I got into it with a guy on Twitter the other day about this like some Houston guy was like shit talking me and I'm like okay cool I'm like show me what James Harden has ever won like and the thing is like I hate the like rangs argument rangs bro who got the rangs like I hate that argument but like 
Who is there's a difference between there's a difference between a ring the rings argument and a difference and, and the guy that can't get you to one. Right. And James Harden has not proven in any capacity. Like, okay, yeah, the the Rockets are in like a, a weird sort of limbo state. Like, say what you will about LeBron, like leaving teams, like going to Miami, going back to Cleveland, uh, you know, then leaving, going to the Lakers, and that sort of thing. Like, say what you will about that, but like, there is nobody on any of uh, of, of LeBron's teams that have ever questioned what kind of leader he is. Maybe Kyrie, but Kyrie's a fucking crazy person. I mean, I, I shouldn't say a crazy person because that's that's that's. But Kyrie is Kyrie marches the beat of his own drum. Kyrie's his own dude and, and whatever, you know, like I, I don't want to like talk about poorly about somebody's mental health or, or, or whatever. Cause I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to like, you know, downplay that sort of thing, but Kyrie is, is just like that. But outside of that, like nobody has ever, you know, even when like him and Kevin love had their weird little, you know, tiff thing with like the subtweeting one another and, and whatnot. Like even Kevin love has said, he's a great leader. You know, there's nobody that, that has ever played on a team with LeBron. I don't think anybody, I don't think you find anybody that will say that about about james harden that he's a, a great leader and he's, he's not and like this just this shows you that and like james harden is an extremely talented basketball player but is he a guy that like i really want to build a team around not really it's kind of like carmelo in the same regard like i never thought carmelo is not a great leader you know carmelo is no. an obscenely talented basketball player Allen iverson sure. a guy who would never sacrifice like, you you made the comparison um between Russell Westbrook and, and Allen Iverson, but I, I'd even I'd even say that it, it, he aligns more with with James Harden. Like James Harden has more moves and and has like a better offensive arsenal than than Allen Iverson ever did. But at the same time, it's a similar kind of guy, like a guy who doesn't sacrifice a ton for the team or w- is not willing to sacrifice for the team. And this just like I mean, this just this shows you exactly what kind of person James Harden is. And like, look, you're right. I'm all for player empowerment and like. I'm not going to sit here and judge like what somebody else does. And like if James Harden loves to go to strip clubs and wants to buy the baby or little baby or whoever fucking $200,000 Louis bag and fill it with honey buns and give him a hundred thousand dollars in cash. Like that's James Harden's business. I don't care. Those honey buns hit by the way. Like as far as like vendor, like vending machine food goes, those honey buns, like I, there's yeah. no, they no are. I'm more of a cheese Danish from the, the same uh, vendor kind of guy. But look, I respect the honey bun game. I get it. And you know, <laughs> James Harden are like, Heart attack makers, but they taste so fucking good. And look, James Harden loves honey buns, but he also loves honey buns. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> um, but you know, like it's just bad. I mean, it's just bad. It's a bad look too, especially during a pandemic with all the shit going on. And it's yeah, like, that's the worst part for me. I was I never. I was, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, all I was gonna say was like I understand, especially like for preseason workouts i understand a, a star player who doesn't want to be there because he he didn't want to be there before they traded away russ i feel like they the rockets think trading for john wall will do something i don't think james harden wants to be there anymore i understand that portion of it i don't understand the going to the strip club portion of it like that like come on man you're supposed to be like a little bit of a role model just a little bit at this point you're too big of a deal to not think about what you are doing in the spotlight yeah, I completely agreed. And I've never yeah. been a huge James Harden guy. Like I, I obviously have always, and I've talked, I've said it on this podcast, like fucking check the tapes. Like I've always given James Harden the, the credit that he deserves for his ability to play the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. I'll always give him his due in that regard. But what, when it, when it comes to like the, the intangible off the court stuff, the stuff that doesn't show up in the box score, you know, 
he's just not that guy. And it's, it's disappointing, frankly. Um, but at the end of the day, dude's made over 200 million in his career or, or will by the time he's, you know, all things are all said and done. I mean, oh, he's on a $200 million far, contract. I'm going to say far exceed that. Yeah. That right. I'm, made, I'm saying like, right. you know, either way, um, you know, good for him, whatever. Um, but do you guys think he's getting shipped or is he staying in Houston? Man, I don't know, dude. There's a 50-50 I mean, chance he's not in, in Houston. By the well, end of the for, for one thing, if you're Houston, fucking find that guy. Fucking find him. Like, this is like, it's tough, right? Because we've talked about this a lot over the last couple of years since starting this podcast, where it's like, I'm very much here for the player empowerment. Like, these these organizations treat them like 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 puzzle pieces. They, tre- they treat them like like pawns in, in how they build their team. So, like, I am absolutely and have always been here for guys doing what's in the best interest. I mean, they are, they literally come into a league where they don't get to choose where they go first. They le- they legitimately are drafted by a team. They don't get to choose this. In, in no other career. Are you told where you're going to go work when you're ready to join the workforce? Only in sports does that happen. So like, I'm here for the player empowerment, but this just takes it too far. And like I said before, like they've done everything that they need to do for him. As far as like him staying or leaving one NBA needs to find him. Like I think Adam Silver needs to step in and be like, yo, like you, your profile is far too, like you have too high of a profile to do something like that. And like, also you're posting on fucking IG and Twitter and you're like being very public about it. And you're literally just like, you're rubbing everybody's nose in it. It's so fucking disrespectful, not only to the team, to the league, to your teammates, to the to city of Houston. Like, it's just it's it's so bad. He did say today that he'd be open to a trade to Philly. It seems like the Brooklyn, even though that seems to be his preferred destination, they just don't have the assets to get him. Philly is really the only team that probably has the asset, aka Ben Simmons, ben Simmons yeah. to make the trade work. Here's the thing: you think Houston's gonna fucking make a trade with Daryl Morey? An angle I hadn't considered, but probably not. Are you like no? Like no, you, but they might make a trade with Elton Brand. Sure, not happening. <laughs> the shit is not getting past Daryl Morey's desk. The re- and the reality is like here's a guy who just resigned, saying he wanted to spend more time with his family, and then immediately takes the job in Philly. So like, I, I don't know that they're going to trade him to Philly. So I mean, they could. And here's the thing: he doesn't have any no trade exceptions. They could trade him where the fuck they want. Yeah. I would highly advise them not to trade him to, to Atlanta because that strip club problem is only going to get worse. But uh, I mean, it wouldn't be their problem anymore at that point. It'd be Atlanta's that's, problem. That's fair. Well, and also, if you're a team with young talent, do you want a guy like this? I don't. I don't. Well, no, and I don't think anybody wants no. him. And the reality is, this is like it's interesting. I was, I was, uh, Bill Simmons kind of broke down like the evolution of the player empowerment uh, era that we're in now, and kind of started like in the '60s and kind of how that transitioned into the set, you know, the '70s, '80s, '90s, and and to where we are today, and like how guys used to like use their power to get to teams that they wanted to get to. And first it was like very trade heavy. Then it was free agency heavy. Then it was like kind of a combination of the two. Now we've got this player empowerment era where like guys are signing these extensions so they can get the bag. And then two years in, they're like, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. And then they're yeah. just hopping around. And it's just like, it's, it's honestly, it's, um, it's scary for the future of the NBA. Cause like, you know, I grew up in Chicago. I am a Bulls fan. People that have grown up Houston Rockets fans have been there since like, I mean, like some of these fans have been fans since the jump and like have rooted for like Moses and Hakeem and Tracy McGrady and Yao Ming and all these guys. And like, there are plenty of Rockets fans. And now you're getting to a point where like guys like Paul George, guys like Anthony Davis, James Harden, like potentially Giannis, like we, 
He hasn't talked about his extension yet, but like the reality is, is he could absolutely sign his extension and then a year in be like, this is not going the way I wanted it. You guys got to get me out of here. Like, and these teams are just bending because they don't want to be seen as an organization that's not player first. So they're bending. And it's like, I don't know. I Does he get traded? I think the answer is yes. I don't think he gets traded before the season. I think that at this rate, Houston, they don't have to trade him if they don't want to, unless the package is right. You know, and there aren't a lot of packages out there unless there's like a three team trade out there where it makes sense. And if you're a team and James Harden, like you got to be pissed if you're the front office of Houston, because James Harden is basically saying like, these are the only three teams that I'm willing to go to. Like at that point, like that's what Anthony Davis did. And like, you know, he kind of fucks all these teams over. I, I don't know. I, I don't think he's on the team by the end of the season. Like, I don't think you can keep him there. It's just like, it's bad for the entire team. Yeah. But I think if you're Houston, you got to wait in, until the right package comes. So it's like, don't fucking trade him. Don't do what like Cleveland did. And you know what? I mean, New Orleans kind of did it right. They just waited for the season to be over and then they got the exact package that they wanted. Yeah. It went well, it went well for them. <clears throat> uh, let's move on to I'm, hold on, real quick. Oh, I'm yeah. looking, James Harden has one more season, right? A team option for next season. Yeah. Cause he didn't sign that contract. Yeah. He didn't sign the extension for what was it? 50 mil a season for yeah, two seasons. So, <clears throat> I mean, that's valuable. Like you, you kind of can trade him wherever you want. Like, yeah. you, you, I mean, because th- there is a team out there who's going to be sitting in like a four, a four seed spot, five seed, six seed, whatever, and they're like, this might be the year we have to go for it, and they'll unload to get him. You know, mm, like I hear what you're saying. You've got a little bit of leverage there. Like a team might be like, look, yeah, we know we know we're going to get him next season and we won't have him after that. But like for a lot of teams, look, man, let me like, if, if you told me, Hey, Orlando gives up all their assets, they're going to win a title <clears throat> with James Harden and then be terrible for the next 10 years again. Like I'm taking that every time. Like I want the title, you know? Yeah. Well, the, but that begs a question though. Like, that. like you look at like what Washington did to go get Westbrook. Like we'll talk about this here when we go through like our predictions for the season, but like you're not a championship contender. But you you and you you did that to like keep Bradley Beal happy, but Bradley Beal doesn't want to be a seven seed. So like you you make these like astronomical trades to make the playoffs to like get out of mediocrity, but like you're just like you're in like sub mediocrity. You're, you're not like, out of mediocrity. You're still in mediocrity. You're still you're, still, you're honestly you're in basketball hell because you're right. like basketball purgatory, frankly. Uh-huh, yeah. Because 100%. like you, you make the playoffs and that's great, but like you're not going anywhere in the playoffs. Agreed. And now like you're not you're not getting a lottery pick. Like and not to say that there there are plenty of guys who have been found like back end of the lottery, mid-draft, second round, etc. Like there have been plenty of great players that have come from those, you know. But I think if you look historically, like the best players are are going to historically always be within the top ten, top five of the draft. And yep. so like when you're sitting like, you know, you're sitting there and you're you're picking, you know, 15, 16, 17 that sucks. It's, you know, it's, it's like nobody, nobody ever wants to be the guy in your fantasy football league who drafts, you know, your 10 man league and you're the guy drafting seventh or sixth. That sucks. The best mm. players are off the board and the, you know, you, you get a, an upper tier player, but then you got to wait till the next, you know, the next round and, and so on. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's a weird situation. Fuck James Harden. That guy sucks. Yeah. 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 I can't wait for the Pacers to trade for him. Anyways. Uh, so the preseason is going to be st- preseason is be starting on Friday, December 11th, and then the actual season starts December 22nd. So without any basketball knowledge for the season yet, let's make some bold predictions. First things first, I want to start off. Uh, Ted, 
Let's get your eight Eastern Conference playoff teams. I think if you guys want, would you want to do how we usually do it? Uh, eight. Everyone says they're eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, ones. Just go one through eight. Just go one through eight. I want to hear his, and then I'll I'll go through mine. See if there's yeah. any. You know, we can discuss it. Sounds good. Tag, go ahead. And you go first with your uh, <clears throat> with your Eastern Conference playoff teams. Tough. The East is a weird is a weird league this year. They're they're not better. I don't know that it changes much. I I don't I don't think I'm gonna say Orlando once again occupies the eighth seed. Hmm. I think Brooklyn. I yeah. Brooklyn is the one that's weird for me. We don't know what to, we don't know what to expect from them yet. I know. Yeah. We don't know which version of KD we're getting. That's why bold. We don't know which version of Kyrie we're getting. But it is a bold prediction. So be bold. Fucking grab your sack. This is I'll be bold. I'll start with eight. Eight is going to be the Orlando Magic. Gotcha. Seven is going to be the Philadelphia. 76ers. 76ers. All right. Six, Six will be the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Five. Five will, for the second year in a row, be the Miami Heat. Okay. Four. <laughs> I don't like this countdown you're doing. I, I'm a fan. Four is going to be the Raptors. Okay. All right. Now we're in top three. Three will be the Nets. No. Okay. Then second. Two will be the Bucks, And number one will be the Boston Celtics. Interesting. I like that. Ah, okay. I like that. Same playoff teams, a little bit of different order. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I mostly agree with that. I don't think Orlando makes the playoffs this year. Washington's not missing the playoffs this year, hundred percent. Um, Orlando's Orlando's better than they were last season. They they're are. not better than Washington is currently. You just added a guy who who averaged twenty seven and six last year. Like in comparison to not having John Wall for the last two seasons. Who who do they who who does who does the Wizards have outside of him and Beal though? Who do they who do they have? They I still guess have Rui. Davis. They brought I guess back they, Davis. Got, they got Rui. Rui Hachimura, Davis Bertans. They got uh, Brian. You're overlooking a, a crucial thing, though, which is that the Magic will have a healthy Jonathan Isaac. So, no, they no, they won't. Not that he's gonna be out for most of the season this I mean, year. Tori, all all there's no way he's playing this season. I don't think he's not coming back. I he would be back. I thought that they said. I thought I mean, it was Tori's ACL during the summer. There's no way he's back. There's no way. I, I mean, yeah, look it up. Look I it up while I'm going through my list, but I'm fairly I'm certain that he's not playing this season. Yeah, you're right. I'm willing. I'm willing to say Orlando drops to ten, Washington goes to eight, and the Hawks are your nine seed. I agree with that. I think because like there's going to be a play in tournament, so I think like Charlotte yeah. got Charlotte got better. Like just by signing Gordon Hayward, they got better, and they bring in Lamelo. Like we'll see what he is. Charlotte got better. Um, Atlanta got better. Washington got better. Orlando not having Jonathan Eisen, that's a huge hit. Washington's finishing at the eight seed. I've got uh I've got Indiana at the seven. Um, I'm gonna go Toronto at six. 
I just think Toronto lost too much in the offseason. They lost Marcus Gasol. They lost Serge Ibaka. That's a lot to lose. And, like, you're basically backfilling that with, like, Chris Boucher and, like, I don't know, just, like, some randos. Like, I mean, they, they brought in Aaron Baines. So Aaron Baines, solid pickup, solid veteran. But you lose a lot with Marcus Gasol. And, granted, he was a little – he was a little out of sorts in the in the bubble, but like so was everybody else. But like they lost a lot. I think they're probably six. Um, give me, let me go Indiana at five. I'm gonna go the Nets at four, Philly at three, Boston at two, Milwaukee at one again. Did you say Miami? Yeah, I said Miami at three. No, didn't I? No, no you said Philly three. You said Philly at three. Nets four. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So I got Washington. I should have just gone one to eight. <laughs> I got Washington. I know I that, that was part of the reason it was hard for me was going in reverse order. I was like, well, yeah, hold on. Huge mistake. I'm going, wa- oh, yeah, hold on. Washington. Then I got Indiana, right? You had said Indiana? they were, you had said they yeah. were fifth. Yeah. Okay. Indiana. Washington. Yeah. Washington. Oh, fuck. I don't know where we were seventh, but sixth was the, oh, was I forgot the, the heat. I forgot the heat. So six. So, oh, man. All right, it's so hard, I'm gonna go. Right? Like it's a weird, go, it's a weird league because like the bottom is not that good, but like you're you know, like I can kind of see the, any the of these. Core, the core of the Eastern Conference, those are strong teams. Like even Toronto is still a strong. Right, that's why I'm team. saying the bottom is the hardest to do. Like the like you know. All right, like full predictions. I'm going Washington, Toronto, then I'm going Indiana. Give me. I think Miami occupies that five seat again, dude. Like I, I think you're probably right. Ah, man, no. I'm gonna give them more credit. So give me, they're give me Washington, Toronto, Indiana. Powder is gonna hurt them more than we're we're willing to say. I think. I agree. I agree. And also, you know what? You know what? And we don't know how healthy Bam is because he got hurt in the finals, and that right. shoulder injury is definitely not. You know what? Give me, give me Washington, Toronto, Miami, Indiana at the five. Then I'm gonna go Philly at four, Nets at three. Uh. And then I go Celtics and Bucks. 2 1. That's what I got. So I got Bucks, Celtics, Nets, Philly, Philly. Indiana, Miami, Miami, Toronto, and then Washington. Welcome to Miami. Yeah. Okay. That's, what I got. That's what nice. I, got. I, here's mine right here. Go one to eight. It's easier. One to eight. Fine. It's ten times. It's fucking ten times. So time hard to get backwards. One I fucking <laughs> lost myself. I was just like, wait, wait am I at seven? Am I at four? I can't remember. <laughs> I was, okay. dude. I was having the same. The fucking. I was sitting there and I was just like, hold on. No, hold on. Me, go, go like I know the good teams. Like I know who's gonna finish <laughs> yeah, at the top. Exactly. exactly. It's that bottom where you're like, fuck. Did I just say seven or did I say four? I don't even remember. Oh, I don't remember. Okay, but I actually think I could do it backwards. But I will do one. One's bucks. Two, I got Celtics, three Nets, four Heat, five Pacers, six Sixers, seven Wizards, eight Hornets. The Raptors don't make it. The Hornets go wild. Wow. That's bold as fuck. That's I guess wrong. you could say that the Rocket or the Raptors will feel the sting of not making the playoffs. Damn. <laughs> they're not going to be able to. They're not going to. They're drinking that Tampa water. It's not going to sit well with them the first half of the season. They're going to drop down to the eighth seed. That's a good point. Like, that is something that people are not factoring in enough is that they're not going to be playing in Toronto this season. I eight, nine, ten for them. Eight, nine, ten for me is going to be Raptors, Atlanta, 
Hornets. Hornets pull it off, go all the way from ten to eight, and they get the living shit kicked out of them by the Bucks. I got. I mean, I got. I got the Hawks at nine, but yeah. It's yeah, gonna I do be, actually I, think the Hawks are gonna be nine. I, 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 I gotta say, man, like it's gonna be tough, you know, because everyone knows how raucous and rowdy Canadians are. And you know, not playing in front of those uh, those fans who may just storm the court and beat the piss out of the opponent opposing team. You know, you take the the Air Canada Center out of that. It's, you know, it's pretty tough. Everybody thinks mm-hmm. Canadians are mild mannered, man, but they're not. They rip no. your arms off and beat you to death with them. The wild. You heard it here first. All right, Jay. Starting with you now. We're gonna do the eight Western. You can do one through eight. That's fine with me. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. It's so much easier. Whatever's easier. Um, that's fine. All right. Lakers are finishing one again. No question. Okay. Um, give me, give me, oh, let me, let's go. I'm going to go Denver at two, Denver at two, Portland at three, Dallas four, Utah five, Houston six. Oh, I forgot about the Clippers. Yeah. I was, I was literally like Portland at three and I'm like, where the fuck the Clippers at, bro? Yeah, let me do Clippers at four. I'm going Clippers at four. I'm still sticking with Portland at three. Clippers at four. Let's go Dallas at five. Houston at six. Utah seven. And then Phoenix at eight. So I'm thinking that Oklahoma's going to drop out for sure. And Phoenix got a lot better. So yeah, I'm going Phoenix at eight. Oh, you know what? I forgot about Golden State. Yes, you did. You know what? Houston's out this year. I'm saying Houston doesn't make the playoffs this year. Hot take. Houston's out. Oklahoma's out. I'm going Lakers, Nuggets, Blazers, Clippers. Then give me Dallas. Give me Golden State, Utah, and then the Suns. That's my eight. All right, Tad, what you got for your eight? Lakers. Okay. Clippers. They got better. I mean, I don't think you get like losing Montrez hurts, but they they got better with with the I surge. Agree. I agree. Yeah, I think it's a better uh, fit for the team. Yeah, that's that's their leader at this point. I go Denver. I guess the the hard thing is the hard thing here is like if you win your if you win your division, like you're you're so, like technically the Jazz can't be the four seed. Right, because like the division winners have to be the four seed. So in Utah and 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 Denver are in the same. So technically, can't how do like how does that work? Because technically, Jay can't can't the Nuggets and the 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 Blazers not occupy? Are they in the same division? I don't. Think they, they are. are. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't remember. Yeah, I, don't I mean, either way, I think like, I mean, this is subjective. And I think like, if you're going to sit here and say like, okay, Hey, these are the top eight teams. And like, that's the order in which you're saying those are the top eight teams. Like I'm fine with that as opposed to like, you know, stressing about like the division stuff, but I'm going to say Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets. I'll give the Mavs a nod at four over the jazz just because of that, like aforementioned reason I'm going to say five will be, uh, the jazz. Uh, Six will be the Warriors. Seven, the Trailblazers, and eight, the Pelicans. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride with my man Stan Van. 
No sons, huh? Okay. I, ha- man I wanted to. Man. I wanted to. I wanted. If honestly, if if anything, I don't think the Rockets make it. I don't think the Thunder make it. I'm hesitant to even say the Warriors make it, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Clay or not Clay Steph yeah. the benefit of the doubt here and throw and, them and in there. They got Kelly Kelly Oubre and, and Andrew Wiggins and Draymond's coming back this year. So like, exactly, they're yeah, not, yeah. They're not a great team, but they'll make the playoffs. That's a yeah. playoff team. I, I then, honestly, there's part of me that wants to leave them out for the Suns. I really think I think the Pelicans are going to take a big leap forward this year. I hope so. I really do. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, Stephen Adams is a good addition for them. Savvy vet. They got JJ coming back. Like Brandon Dude. Ingram's locked up. Like and Zion. Look, man, yeah. Stan Van yeah. has the has has um has uh the the fortune of having coached uh, the precursor to Stephen Adams, one Marcin Gortat. So, you know he knows how to he knows how to utilize a guy like Stephen Adams. Big old tough white dudes. The, the Polish hammer. Yeah. Yeah, they call me the Puerto Rican <laughs> hammer. Mm. I've, I've heard that. that. I heard that. True. No, many people. I, I I, believe me, folks. Many people. Many yeah. people are saying. Yes. Yeah. He's tremendous. The Polish hammer, the the Puerto Rican hammer, tremendous, tremendous hammer, powerful hammer. You know, many folks are. Many people are saying it. Tremendo is what they say because it's because Puerto Rican hammer. <laughs> <laughs> If you're that I lady that you guys, I was gonna text oh, you guys something in like Spanish the other day, and then put in parentheses for those of you that don't know it. In <laughs> oh man! Oh god! Nikki, um, go through your list, man. My eight, I got Lakers, Denver, <laughs> Clippers. At four, I would put the Jazz. Five. I got the Jazz at four. Oof. Yeah. Wow, the Jazz at four. I think they're going to do good. I got five Blazers. That's six. That's, I wanted to put them at four, but I couldn't because I had the Nuggets at three. So I had the Nuggets at two. So I think that's fine, right? I don't even know. Technically not because uh, they're like the four division winners have to occupy the top four spots. It's such an outdated and antiquated thing. It's stupid. Yeah, it but is. It four. Is. Why? Why is this whole time I've been thinking it's three? No, each each one has four. Whoa. Oh yeah. Duh. All right. Anyways, um, Mavericks. Well, hold on. No, I think it's just three. I swear right. to God. I'm checking right now. One, two, three. Yeah, it's only three. Yeah. Yeah. So no, the top three. three. No, it's three. It's three Four. divisions: Northwest, Pacific, and Southwest. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Just three divisions. It's just three divisions. Yeah. I was Jesus. very confused for a second. Now you are correct that like Portland and Denver can't finish in the top three because they're in the same division. But yeah, which I don't have them. So I got. Wait, wouldn't that mean that the Clippers can't do it with the Lakers then? Because they're in the I mean, same division. I don't know. They finished. I don't think. I don't think they do that anymore. I thought they got rid of that. Rule. I thought they got rid of that rule too. I think it's just best records at this point. I thought they got. Yeah, I thought they got rid of that rule. I'm gonna do some digging. You guys keep do, going. do that. Uh, still, I still think it's Lakers, Nuggets, um, Clippers. Then I have Jazz, the Mavericks. The Blazers are at six. 
This has not been a thing for five years. <laughs> yeah, three, I was like, that's so weird. I, so too. So I was like, wait, I, don't that. I thought I got rid of that. Yeah, you <laughs> bitch. I'm an idiot. Don't listen to anything uh, I say. If you listen to this podcast and you base any of your NBA knowledge on shit that I say on here, you're a fucking you idiot. I was like, that. I'm pretty sure he's wrong, but I just the quaffed hair. I just, I just had to listen to you. <laughs> Looks nice. Look got, my, got, my last, got my last haircut in a while yesterday. Looking good. Nice. Looks it looks good. good. It looks good. Um, so seven, I put the Suns, and eight, I put the Grizzlies. I wanted I to put the Grizzlies Brett in there. Finally, I want, gets in I, there. I desperately wanted to, but th- that They're roster does not inspire a ton of confidence mm-hmm. in me. They mm-hmm. they don't really. They, they got Josh. They got Josh, and they got they got uh, you and, know. And I don't even. And Jaren Jackson got hurt in the bubble. They oh, got that's the, right. Jaren got hurt. Jaren got the wickedly talented Grayson. Eight's Golden State then. I forgot Jaron Jackson Jr. got hurt. Eight's Golden State. So my seven is the Suns and my eight is Golden State. I think I think I think the Suns are gonna play well this year. I, I think mean, for a, I think for a good portion of the of the season, the Suns are like in the fifth or sixth spot, and people are like really like, wow, they're really looking good. In this case, then I'm I'm gonna go Lakers Clippers. Nuggets, Jazz, Mavericks, Warriors, Mavericks, Warriors at six, Blazers, seven, and then your eighth one would be the Pelicans. I'm sticking with that. The the only thing I changed was I flip flopped the Mavericks and the and the. I think the Jazz are are poised to. A couple years ago, Jay and Jay, you and I slotted them at number two, and we were wrong. But I think this is the year where. Well, I, I think I think my big thing is I think they played the reason they didn't do as good in the bubbles because they didn't have uh, Bogdanovich. I think Bogdanovich not being there from the bubble really hurt them. They probably wouldn't have blown that three one lead. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right with him in that. I like him a lot. I think he's gonna be a very good player uh, this year for that team. He, I mean, he, he's fucking he's solid every year he plays. I loved him when he was on the Pacers for a while there. What was that like three years, four years ago? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that team's gonna go well. All right, so I let's. I can't ever uh, remember which Bogdanovich played for who. Was that Bojan that played for the Pacers, or was it Bogdan? No, no Bogdan just Bogdan went, only played for Sacramento. Yeah, and then he went to the Hawks. Now, um, so I let's do. Finals, <laughs> Matt. There's too many. There's too many bitches. Uh <laughs> What do you guys got for finals matchup, Tad? Let's go first. Who do you think it's gonna be in the finals? I have a tale as old as time. Lakers Celtics. Yeah, me Lakers, too. Celtics. I was going to say that. Lakers Celtics as well. Boston, I got Boston LA too. Nice. I've got Lakers Bucks because I still think they're going to do it. After this season, I don't think they're going to do it, but I think this is the last chance. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I don't think they win. I think my champs are going to be the Lakers in that matchup. Yeah, I think so too. I it think Lakers be, repeat this year. It would be the 50th anniversary of the Bucks defeating the Lakers. In the title game, 1971. So, oh, yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. It's going to be self. And they've got Giannis is the new big O, you know? Yeah. And, he's uh, a mix between. He's Lopez in- is uh, Lou Alcindor, who is not Kareem yet at that point. He was uh, Lou. Yeah. Pretty comparable players, really. You know, arguably the greatest player of all time, Brooke Lopez or Lou Alcindor. You know, <laughs> what I was trying to say is one of them is the greatest player of all time. One of them is is Lou Alcindor. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all knew where you were trying to go. Yeah, I got Lakers winning it all. Lakers Celtics. 
Yeah. I got Celtics. I got Celtics taking the title, man, this year. Oh, and taking taking back the uh, it would be their 18th title, so they'd take back the most titles in NBA history. No, I think Lakers go back to back. That team is too fucking strong, and they fucking load it up in the offseason. Yeah, Nobody else did shit. Schroeder. Yeah, but this is this is not the time to be reasonable. Speaking of which, let's get bold. Who do we think we're going to do accolades? Who we got for MVP this year? Um, man. You know what? Give me Luca. Give me Luca this year. All right. Well, you took that from me, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Luca is a good choice. I'm going to go way outside the box here. I'm interested to see where this goes. Mm. Give me Jason Tatum. I was going to say that before, and then I changed my mind to Luca. Look at you. Two Ps, dude. Fucking two Ps. Look at us. I was going to say Jason Tatum. I was like, no, that's crazy. I'll go Luca. <laughs> I if, I, if, I, if I had to say, like, my, you know, like, if I'm if I'm not going to go hot take city here, this is actually kind of a still a hot take. This is a, uh, this is a, uh, this is a, a microwaved and the bowl is too hot, but your food is still cold. Uh, take, if you will, uh, LeBron. I was going to, I thought that too. I thought that too. And I would say, like, sneaky pick, give me, give me a Steph, like, fucking revenge season. A fucking you guys forget who I am. Season I got that would be your watch. Steph's like I got my snazzy new shoes on. I'm chomping. I'm chomping on my mouth guard. I've been eating Aisha's butt. There's a whole thing going on. You know, good to go. (laughs) The average is 34 and seven. It's gonna be like going off all day. Nikki, who you Um, got? Here's my two bold predictions. Bold one, it doesn't become LeBron James. He doesn't play as as often because he's just like, fuck, we had to start so early, so he doesn't play as hard to begin with. And Anthony Davis pulls out and ends up getting his first MVP. It's not a bad pick. Option like two, all hell breaks loose. And Giannis gets it three years in a row. No one knows what to do. They're just like, it's he's also super fast. It's also he's very, gonna, very possible. He's averaging 30 something a game again, doing all the defense, their first place. So we got to give it to him again. Those are I, my. I don't think that's a bad two. Either Giannis does it for a third time in a row and all hell breaks loose, or AD wins it. My only thing with AD is I don't know that he's going to play enough games to qualify for that. Is one like, thing I'm really, wondering. Like in voters' eyes, obviously he'll qualify, but like yes, I think he's going to start the season not playing much at all. As is LeBron, I think that's going to hurt both of their MVP cases. Um, and I would imagine we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of DNPs, um, coaches' decisions, and like mm-hmm. you know just fucking. Type shit. Like games. I'm banking on some of these younger guys. That's why I'm going Luca or Jason Tatum as my top two picks. Yeah. Um, let's go switch over. Another thing Giannis won last year. Defensive player of the year. Who we got for that this year? Tad, would you care to share first? Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> bold. Uh it is bold. Shoot. Wrong. That's Wrong. player of the year. It's tough. You know what? It's always a big man or bigger man in Giannis's case. <laughs> give me Jimmy Butler. Somebody give the man his fucking due. Hmm. Interesting. Like um, I'm going Ben Simmons. He was very ben close Simmons. last year. He was very close last year. Give me Ben Simmons. 
I'm also going with a uh, give him his due, and also he'll be a part of the team that makes it second in the Eastern. Marcus Smart wins Defensive Player of the Year this year. No chance. Oh, yeah. Gar- Gars don't gonna, win. Gars don't win. Marcus Smart's going to do it for the first time in who knows how long. It's been a, it's been a Gary, long time. Gary Payton is the last guard to win Defensive Player of the Year. What was that, 90... like 96 maybe? I want to say, yeah. I think the year they made, they made it to the finals. Maybe. So, 94 maybe. But yeah, like, well, they, I mean, uh, probably, I think 96. Uh, I mean, they want, that was the 95, 96 was, uh, yeah. I think that that was, was the best that was, uh, yes, that was it. Um, outside of that, correct. No other guard has ever Except won. Sidney Moncrief, but that was in like the 80s. Yeah. Well, Michael Jordan in the 80s. Michael Jordan won. Oh, Joy. Yeah, 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 and Michael. So like three guards in the history of the award. Yeah. Won. Everybody else and, is uh, a guy, oh, a uh, guy, or a center. Uh, yeah. The Spurs guy. He won. Mid eighties, just before, like a year or two before Jordan. It's gonna. Well, I don't know. Hold on, hold on. You have to look it up. Just look, defensive player of the year winner. Because I don't know. Jay, who you got winning for? Oh wait, there's a Ben Simmons. Alvin Simmons. Alvin Alvin Robertson. Oh okay. Uh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, no. Was he shooting guard or point guard? Um, I'm honestly not 100 percent sure, but he averaged uh, three steals a game for his career, so I feel like that's pretty worthy. Of, uh, yeah, that's not too bad. He was that's a shooting guard. Oh, nice. There you go. Um, let's go on over to the next one. Sixth man of the year. Jay, go ahead and start off. Who we got for sixth man of the year? Um, so I got, I got a bold one. This one's a. This one's. I've got two picks for sixth man of the year, but I've got a really bold one. But you really, you only get one. Yeah, but I'm gonna pick two because I got a really bold one. Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year. Tyler Hero. Are you, are you not anticipating that he'll start? Yeah, I thought maybe Stark. I'm not. Okay. I'm, I'm anticipating that his majority, the the role that he has for the majority of seasons coming off the bench. Second pick is going to be Will Barton. Willie Willie Barton. Why do you see? Why do you get two? Because I was going to say Will Barton. Two, I think it's a good. I mean, I think. Yeah, I mean, just looking at he didn't really play during the bubble. He's had a lot of rest time, and like, I don't know, Lou Will's. I think his reign is over. I don't think Montrez gets the type of production in, no, the, in, no, no, no. He in, the, in the Lakers rotation. So, yeah, I mean, those are my picks, I think. Yeah, I, Will Barton is really high. Will Barton's high on my list. I'm trying to think who else. I, I kind of want to do another one since you threw Will Barton out there. Yeah, six, six man's an interesting one this year. There's a lot of guys that I think have, like, a legitimate – like a legitimate opportunity to do it. And that's why I have another one, but I'll, I'll go, go ahead. For it. No, 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 go, go ahead. I'm thinking. Well, so you got, I think, I think the only other one that like would definitely qualify because he's been on the list a few times is Spencer Dinwiddie. Now that depends on what his role looks like um, this season yeah. in Brooklyn, but they're going to be better and he's probably going to be their sixth man coming off the bench. I think Spencer Dinwiddie is also a pretty solid pick for six man of the year. Cause he'll score. Like he's going to put up numbers. Yeah. And he's going to be their, their, He's going to be their backup point guard. He may start some games, but like they're probably going to have Kyrie and Karis LeVert start the season off as the one-two. I think Spencer Dinwiddie. Those are like my top three picks. Tyler Hero is like a way, way fucking out there pick, but yeah, but that's what you know. That's that's uh, she got it. This is four. You right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, Will Barton is 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 frankly just. I think that's uh. That's who I've got is is Will Barton. I think it's a pick. Nikki? 
Rajon Rondo out of Atlanta. <laughs> no. Old. He's no. going to bring him to the ninth seed, and they're going to be like, hey, that's good enough. No. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Hoarder has a better chance than Rajon Rondo. <laughs> that's true. For real. Six, six, actually, you know what? Six man of the year. You know him. You love him. JJ Redick. <laughs> <laughs> that's. You think he's not going to start? I don't he's think start. he's going to start. Why would he start? Who's going to start instead of him? It's going to be him and Lonzo in the backcourt. They don't yeah. have Drew anymore. Ah, see, I forgot to trade Drew Holiday. Well, they have Eric Lonzo. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that's a good point. Ooh. Maybe they start him and Yeah, maybe JJ does come off the bench this year. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Possible. Maybe. JJ Possible. Maybe. Forty-seven his press game. I loved his press conference the other day. He's like, it was hilarious. Yeah, I got to go through all this shit again. So good. I love it. That's great. I love it. Um, uh, let's see. I I also was thinking this is also a wild pick, Kobe White, because I don't know if he's going to start. I think he's still going to come off the bench. Oh no, he's starting. He's oh, he's actually going to be starting. Now. Yeah, all the reports out of camp are that he's starting and Saddle's going to be coming off the bench. Oh, uh, okay. Then forget I said that. Then that's not that's null and void. We're going to go to the next one. Something else I think he could win. Most improved player. What do we got for that one? Uh, you're not going to pick, pick a six man. <laughs> you're just going to move past it because Kobe's. I not did. I said, I said Rajon Rondo. Oh, I'm right. not lying when I said that. You're an idiot. That's uh, my bold pick. Fuck you. Most, pick. most improved. Ugh. Gordon I mean, Hayward. Start, oh, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward is my pick. I feel bigger like the role. Pick bigger role. Already. He's going to score a lot this year. Gordon Hayward's my pick. What you got, Ted? A lot of the reports right now are Jamal Murray. Jay, you want to talk a little bit about that while Tad tries to... I mean, I, it feels weird for me to p- pick Jamal Murray because he was like a borderline all-star last year. And like all he, the only thing that he can do to improve is become an all-star. I don't like when they give the most improved award to people like that. Like, And granted, like Brandon Ingram, that's what happened last year. But before that, he wasn't a borderline all-star. He was like kind of a fringe kind of middle mid-level player and then he became an all-star last year that's a legitimate most improved player like you know Devontae graham absolutely could have been most improved last year like going from an undrafted guy out of kansas who who's kind of like this like fledgling backup point guard to your second season averaging 19 a game like that's most improved candidacy you know victor oladipo going to indiana and like basically being a guy who was like kind of uh kind of a miss in the draft depending on who you ask and like goes to OKC and kind of like falls in Russ's shadow then goes to Indiana and becomes an all-star averages 26 that's most improved like I don't Jamal Murray doesn't really strike me as like somebody who would qualify as that yeah Tad do you, do you think any yeah Go for uh it. Shea Gilders Alexander oh yeah that's a great choice I like that one I wonder yeah. if he makes the all-star team this year I think there's a chance it's gonna be tough. He scored, 19, he scored nineteen a game last season, but the keys are his now, right? Like it's it's his. Yeah, team. it's less about that though. It's about the point guard like depth in the in the Western Conference, and also John Morant's gonna be back for oh, a second. No, season. I'm sorry, like, I, I didn't I didn't mean for the the All Star thing, but when I was saying like he scored nineteen oh, for most last season, season, I'm like he's got the keys now to the team. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah, like, yeah. you know, pick. Like and if, they, if he gets them to a fringe playoff spot, like I don't care if they don't make it, but like you know they ride him like. 
I think you got to give him the, the, the fucking award, you know? Yeah, if he does a good thing. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. My thought is my I have two choices, and both of them would be the same sort of fringe playoff team, uh, and that's Bogdan Bogdanovich at the Hawks. Oh, yeah, I, I thought about that too. Yeah, I think now that he'll he'll probably have you know a little bit more freedom at the Hawks. I don't think he really enjoyed playing for the Kings. There were some games when I would watch the Kings play where I was like, "Yo, Bogdanovich needs that ball more," and they just wouldn't give it to him. Uh, and I think the Hawks will find more opportunities for him. The other one, Tad, you'll love this, Markel Fultz. I think he has a a good season this year. He's gonna fucking he's gonna have a it's gonna be a good step up. And good. when they eventually you get the ten seed. When the Magic at the 10th seed, people be like, hey, he had a great season. Their best player was injured, but he played well. Markel Fultz. <laughs> um, and then the last one for this one, Rookie of the Year. What do we feel? Do we think a ball boy is going to be the best? Do we think the kid who didn't want to play basketball? Well, you guys know mine. I've talked, about it. I've talked about it ad nauseum on this fucking podcast. So say it. Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes, right? Yeah. I'm. I'm not high on them. I'm. I'm not high on anybody at the top of the draft. Gee, we all know yours is, yours is Patrick Williams. No, God, no, 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 no. Who the fuck is Patrick Williams? I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope he's solid. Um, give me Obi. I feel like the Knicks are probably going to clean house. Julius Randle probably switches teams by the end of the season. He's 22. The kid already knows how to fucking score. And the Knicks don't really have anybody else. And typically, like, this is going to be like a Michael Carter-Williams type season where it's like, who's got the best stats at the end of the season? I think Obi's going to put up the highest, like, production overall. It's not to say he's going to be the best rookie this year, but give me Obi. Okay. okay. I think Killian is just still a little too raw. Obi Toppin like, yeah, did not play anyone in college. And he fucking robbed Luca Garza of College Player of the Year. It's a bunch of fucking bullshit. He didn't play anybody. Nobody like nobody's giving credit to Luca Garza for fucking putting forty on goddamn Western Illinois. That's the fucking teams that Obi Toppin played week in and week out. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Give me Obi. Give I me hope Obi. the NBA fucking eats his lunch. I bet you Obi averages sixteen a game this year, and that's good enough to get rookie of the year. Shooting. <laughs> no matter. It's gonna be. He's gonna have the highest. He's gonna because here's the thing with Lamelo. Lamelo's gonna have a game where you're like, oh shit, he's dropped thirty, and then he's gonna go two for fucking fourteen. Yes. And have multiple turnovers. You're gonna be like, you know who Lamelo Ball yeah. is? Do you want a good player comparison from Lamelo Ball? He's taller. Lamelo Ball is but Brandon he's... Jennings. Yeah, but Brandon Jennings was a much better shooter than he was, and just like scorer in general. Yes, like, Lamelo Ball. I'm talking about game. like you watch. You're gonna watch Lamelo Ball play, and you'll be like, oh. like you're like, ah, this guy's pretty good, and then you're like, ah, this guy kind of stinks. Oh, he's pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of that. And like, you know, James Wiseman's not going to get anything. Anthony Edwards, I'm just still not, I'm still not sold on that kid, man. I hope I'm wrong, but like, yeah, I mean, you look at the other guys at the top of the draft, you know what? Sleeper pick Tyrese Halliburton, depending on what his role is, there's a real good chance that he's like, basically they're starting shooting guard by the end of the season. And it's putting up some, like, I really wanted the bulls to pick him, man. I really fucking did. You want me to go outside? I knew they weren't. Hmm. Chuma Okiki. Remind me where he got drafted. Uh, he was drafted last season by the Orlando Magic, but he did not play because he was coming off an ACL tear in college. Oh, perfect. Because that leads me to my pick of the year. Big, bad, bull, bull. It's happening, bro. It happened. It's happening. Although, now that you mention Orlando, Cole Anthony, sneak, sneaky pick. Cole Anthony's going to, like, 
I think he's going to push Markel Fultz this year. And like going into the draft this year, that dude was like slotted as a top five pick. That North Carolina team, we talked about this after the draft, like that North Carolina team was bad and he had an injury. Cole Anthony's a bad motherfucker, man. Cole Anthony's fucking good. He is, he's erratic and like has never seen a jump shot that he doesn't like. But that's my other sleeper pick. I think Cole Anthony could absolutely be the guy at the end of the season. You're like, what? He averaged 15 a game this year? It's a pretty good pick. I do That's like it. that. That's it. Ted, Look, man, all, I'm, all I'm telling you here is is all the stuff I've seen out of Orlando is nothing but positive. Team looking good. They're they're pretty, you know. They definitely, you know, teams don't always say every preseason that the guys are looking good. They're in shape. You know, the shots are falling. They don't do that every year. They, no. they don't. It's true. No. You're right. Yeah, you yeah. know, I think the so, I'm, I'm going to choose to are. believe what is coming out of the, the Amway Center. You know, I'm, right. I'm going yes. to. Right. Orlando is going to crush it this year and end up in 10th. Um, so let's move on. The last subject of the night. Um, I got an extra one that I think we should talk about. An extra subject? Yeah, no, yeah. no more NBA, no more testing for weed. That is true. Long over weed testing. Long overdue. Of course. So Like, take note, NFL. Yeah. Fucking enough is enough. NHL, I'm sure you guys are real hard on that. I, uh, I, I, I always just think about the, the Bill Burr bit from a few years ago where he's, he's talking about the NFL pregame shows and he's talking about how fucking stupid those NFL pregame shows are and he's like he's like look you know they brought in Joe Bag of Donuts and uh, you know he stopped beating his wife and he only tested positive for weed <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, I, I'm actually very because like so many players have been like yeah I would smoke but you know you do everything you can to not get tested it's like but the, a lot of a lot of players smoked already so it's like it's i'm so glad that they and it better become like just an official thing from now on they're like no we're not like oh it's just this one year we decided to do it like no just stop testing for weed i understand like steroids but weed come on fuck out of here um all right let's move to the last subject for the day we've had an entire decade of basketball come and go the 2009 2010 season all the way 2019 2020 season so, for the last part of our uh, our podcast tonight, I would like us to create a starting five, six-man and a coach for the all-decade team, 2010 to 2020 edition. Um, I'm going to say let's go position point guard through center first, each one at a time, and then we'll go to uh, six-man and coach. So, first off, Jay, point guard. What you Steph. got? Give me Steph. Steph? Yeah. All time? I agree with that. I'd put Steph on there. For the decade. Dad. For the decade. For the entire decade. Yeah, and no, I understand it. Yeah, I don't know if you can pick anybody outside of Steph for point guard. No, it's, it's hard. hard. It's hard. Two time MVP, unanimous, multiple championships. He's yeah, a pick. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's it's gotta be Steph. It's he's a great pick. Uh what do we got for shooting guard for this all decade team? That one's a little bit tougher for me. It is. There's um, some good options in this one. Well, also though, like shooting guard throughout this decade hasn't been the strongest position. Like shooting guard if historically, look- if you actually look back, is not. There are some all-time greats that have played shooting guard, but there is a big drop off. Yeah. Um, yeah. There have not been a ton of like upper tier all-time NBA players, like hall of very good guys that have played that position. Like it's a, it's tough. Like when you, if you really boil it down, like there's a lot of all-time greats and then there's a lot of like 
it's also been a position of like specialist, like defensive specialist, three point specialist. Yes. Like yes. every so often you get like a Michael Jordan, a Kobe, like the upper echelon. Now that being said, it's James Harden. Yeah. The only one other one I can maybe put in there, especially because the first half of the decade, Dwayne Wade. That was my thought, but like James Harden has had more in this 10 year period, James Harden has had more yes. success than Dwayne Wade. Cause Dwayne Wade was like very heavily weighted on 20, like basically 2009, 2010, basically by 2012 though, he was done. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, I think you have to give it to James Harden. I mean, the guy scored 36 points a game last season. Like, I don't give a fuck yeah. what, like, yeah. you know, like I don't like James Harden, but like to sit here and pretend that he is not the best shooting guard of this decade is just Right now, if you do if you do two thousand to two thousand ten, it's Dwayne Wade. No, no question. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right? I understand. Same thing with like two thousand to two thousand ten. It's Kobe Bryant. Kobe over D Wade. Yeah, Kobe won two so. championships in that decade. Kobe scored thirty five so points. So did, Kobe won. So did Dwayne Wade. Scoring title. One, I thought. So did Dwayne Wade. One in that decade. Dwayne Wade. Now the only difference is Kobe won. Kobe won an MVP during that decade. Kobe won oh eight oh nine, and then he won. Oh nine ten, won two two. Dwayne Wade didn't win a championship till two thousand twelve. He, he also two thousand uh, the Lakers. Bro, he broke. He won it with Shaq. Oh fuck! Yeah, I about this. But still, he only won yes, one title in that are, decade. Okay, so Kobe won one. Won, Kobe, won, you gonna sit? You're gonna sit here and fucking tell me? Kobe won the beginning of the two thousands as well. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Fuck, dude. Fuck me. Right, Nikki. Good point. Yeah. Maybe I do want to go Dwayne Wade. The man is—he's deceased. He passed away in a tragic, terrible thing that happened. He's a hundred percent. Not even gonna give him his due. That's disrespectful, man. I'm like not even trying to make a joke here. Like I'm upset. Maybe I I do want to go Dwayne Wade for the 2010 to 2020 though, because he does have two championships. He has two championships with LeBron. There's a cat with LeBron. Yeah, I'll like, stick with I'll stick with James he Harden. He plays very well. I think I do I'll think James Harden is the one you choose, but Dwayne Wade did great in the 2010s. Yeah, give me a um, And then now we're moving on to just like to it's preposterous to say anybody outside yeah. of Kobe Bryant from 2000. In those early 2000s, 2000 2010 because he Will was, Smith in the NBA. Right. It's literally bookend by Kobe winning it. Oh, man, all the decades are bookend by Lakers wins. Um, right, it's weird. Uh, so. Uh, what we got next? Small forward, aka LeBron James. Yeah, it's got to be Brown. Uh, it's Not really there's no close. yeah. Unfortunately, there's nobody else there. I what mean, we look, got for forward, the forward position is it's it's LeBron and KD. Like there's no you know like it, it's a positionless game in this day and age. 2010s man, it's KD and LeBron. The biggest debate here is going to be who's the best center. Yeah, it's Nikolai Vucevic for those of you at home wondering. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's not for those of you at home. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, does KD qualify as a power forward, or are we consider him a small forward in this, during this decade? I, I, I think mean, he's probably is, a small no, forward. It's, it's a it's a it's forward. You know, it's just like yeah. He's a fo- if we're putting forward position in 2010s, then yes, I 100. Yeah, then KD. I would go KD and LeBron. KD and LeBron. Yeah, and then we would do center. Your big man, right now, Lou. That's where it gets really hard. Who the fuck's supposed to go there? Who's been the best center of the 2010? The 2020. I have a out of the box pick, and I'm not saying this is necessarily my pick, but I think it's a we we can debate this a little bit. Marcus All. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, he he's got a championship. He's got a defensive player of the year. Let's also though let's let's not forget we're talking the last ten years and how quickly we forget. Like some of us, not going to name any names, forget that five years ago the NBA got rid of the conference rule for playoff seedings. I'm not going to call anybody out by name. And say right. which one of us it was that forgot that. 
because right. that would be rude. That'd be yeah. But some That'd some people forget things. So yeah. let's not forget that Dwight Howard was still fucking dominant from 2010 to about 2014. Yeah, I think he's in the same boat as Dwayne Wade, where it's just a little bit like it's not enough to be able to put him over. Any, <laughs> I can't believe I almost said it. Never mind. I was gonna say DeAndre, I was gonna say DeAndre Jordan for like no. two seconds. Uh, <laughs> Fun dunks. <laughs> it's definitely not him. I think it. I think it is Marcus Gasol. Like if you look at the centers during this period, you've got like Marcus Hagasol oh, in the beginning. Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, that's wise. Yeah, well, that's that's real. Real, yeah. Up until what 2017, 2018 season, he was playing really well, right? And he got injured that season. Got injured 18, 19, and I'm then just gonna, I'm gonna 19, 20, he was injured. I'm gonna put this out there. In 2010, 2011, Dwight Howard averaged 23 points, 14 rebounds, and two and a half blocks a game. In 2011, he averaged 21 points. 14 and a half rebounds, two blocks a game. In 2012, he averaged 17 points, 12 rebounds, 2.4 blocks a game. In 13 14, he averaged 18.3 points per game, 12.2 rebounds, two blocks a game. In 2013 2014, he averaged 18 points, 12 boards, two blocks. The, I mean, yeah, you might be right. It, like right. we, we, how quickly we, might be, we forget. Might be I mean, in, 2000, in 2017, he averaged 17 points and 12 and a half rebounds in Charlotte. I mean, I just feel like it's a how quickly we forget. And I'm not, I'm not saying that necessarily he's the guy, but I, I like we forget that like Dwight Howard was still a dominant, dominant player. Yeah. In, in yeah. the time frame. The interesting thing though is like, so he was all NBA basically until the halfway mark. And mm-hmm. then from that point forward, it was, it was kind of, it's kind of a hodgepodge. Like Marcus Souls in a couple, DeAndre Jordan's in a bunch, like a bunch, bunch. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end, you have like Rudy Gobert thrown in there. Like I don't think Rudy Gobert is. No, it's though. not. Maybe Anthony Davis, depending on like how you want to classify him. Like, yeah, how you put him, him as a center. Not not as dominant, but a guy that maybe we're just you know neglecting here. Tim Duncan. Yeah, he's another one though. He was just like very front, like very like Tim Duncan's heyday was 2010. Like we're gonna talk yeah, decade. I mean, like, yeah, you know, it's the same. Yeah, sure. I, yeah I it's the same that. shit. It's the same shit. I yeah, agree. yeah. Well, I, I think Dan, I think Dan, Dan Howard Dan Dan Wade, who who is one of the great all time great shooting guards, doesn't get to make an all decade team because he's fucking surrounded by James Harden scoring an ungodly amount of points and and being an incredible player, and then you know also uh, has to you know in in the 2000s be matched up with uh, an all time all time great in Kobe. Well, I still do kind of want to like. Like, man, the Dwayne Wade, because like, just, oh man, like multiple all star games for Dwayne Wade. Multiple, one. yeah, it was fucking. James Harden no, 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 I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying uh, w- against James Harden, not against Kobe. Yeah, I'm saying there's a case to be made for Dwayne Wade during this. During I can this make period. a case for him. The now, problem and I think- is that Dwayne Wade's, Dwayne Wade's drop off was catastrophic. I mean, yeah, he, 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 he didn't play. From basically 2000, like he he only played 69 games in 2012, 2013, and he had he hasn't played he didn't play anything close to a full season until 15, 16, where he played 74 games, and then after that it gets real dim. 60 games, 46, 21, and then 72. 
in his last game, season of his career, and the numbers are not great. So yeah, you just oh, yeah he dropped off. Actually, I just thought of something. Um, any thoughts on Chris Paul instead of Steph Curry for point guard? I thought about that too at one point, but I just think unanimous MVP, greatest uh, regular season. Yeah, and I that agree. was with him and Clay. I agree. Like, I got to give it to him. Yeah, and um, I was just looking. Dwayne Wade made All NBA until about 2013, then it was over. So yeah, I mean, it was a swift, yeah. swift end, and then like James Harden basically took over the decade after that. Yeah. So uh, and then. So center, we can say it's either Marcus Saul or Dwight Howard at this point. I think point. it's Dwight. I think it's I Dwight. I think Dwight is a really good tag. When I went back to those numbers again, I was like, yeah, I think it's Dwight Howard. It's Dwight Howard. All right. So who do we think we would say is the sixth man of the decade? Jamal Crawford. Yeah. I mean, I'm picking an actual Williams, sixth man. But like, I mean, it's interchangeable. Right. You yeah. Could, I mean, I, yeah. Like, you said Jamal Crawford. I was like Lou Williams, but also yeah, I mean, exactly. Lou, Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford are just the Spider Man's pointing at each other meme. Like that's just like <laughs> that's what it is. Like, really? Like I mean, who are we kidding? That's. I mean, they I have the know. same I number of fucking meme. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have the same number of fucking six man of the years. You know, yep. with multiple teams too, and I'm one with the same I fucking give it to Jamal Crawford just for nostalgia's sake. Like I love that dude. And I used to work oh, yeah. rules with that guy in two K. Yeah, Jamal mm-hmm. Crawford was a fucking He's man. Like man. for for most of the decade, Jamal Crawford was incredible. Only and, recently did he kind of fall off. Uh, one thing we should also debate just real fast because this will be a quick one is the All NBA banned for life or banned for multiple seasons team OJ Mayo. <laughs> high up on my list for sure. The All Steroid yeah. Team, All Performance Enhancer Team, OJ Mayo. Aaron, oh, uh, Aaron, uh, John Collins, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah uh, but neither uh, of those guys got multiple season bans. Like, it's just one man. It's OJ Mayo. OJ. Yeah, yeah, because it was steroids that got him banned. Like, <laughs> let's. All right, look, it was Bolivian marching powder, but we can sure, also say favorites. we can also say that that is that not a performance enhancer? Oh man, you got me there, kiddo. You really? I guess that's true. I don't know. Lastly, who do we have? All decade team coach. What do we think is for the coach? It's Pop. Pop, Pop, yeah, Pop. Might, Pop might be the greatest coach in NBA history. Yeah, probably. I would argue that I've been reading Basketball Love Story. Actually, I just finished it. Um, I only have one other person that I could put in. And the best things. coach in NBA history is Red Auerbach, who doesn't get enough credit because, like, of the, the but, like, the dude sure. was. I mean, it's just like the thing is, like, I used to always be like, well, you know, not the modern game and stuff. But then, like, reading this stuff and, like, it's actually wild how like he was like willing to like break the color barrier. And he was like, you know, just like, there's a lot of stuff about that, that like is, is really fascinating. Um, but yeah, I mean, Popovich is, is high, 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 high on the list. 20, yeah. 22 years of competitive yeah. teams. Yeah. Five championships all throughout Tim Duncan's career at the beginning when he was one of the most de- like dominant players in the league, all the way into the end where he was just like exactly what you needed him to be. I mean, this is the first season he didn't make the playoffs. Like, it's yeah, I mean, it's Popovich for the decade. Sure, I was, I was just, I just wanted to make that point because, like, I've been reading. Oh no, I'm no, no, I agree, I agree. I'm saying, like, I mean, I don't think he gets enough shine as being the greatest coach in NBA history, not just during this decade, like in the history of coaches. I have been arguing hard. I've been arguing Greg Popovich as a better coach than Phil Jackson for the better part of the last ten years, longer. Yeah. There's a chance that that can be said. I think I also for this decade. I just have to point out. I don't think he wins, but there's no way hell I can't talk about it. Spolstra. Yeah, that's ten strong years for a yeah. for a dude. 
Yeah. The thing that hurts him is like the early days with LeBron and them was just like LeBron, yeah. He, gets, he doesn't get any credit for that shit. And, Which and is bullshit. he should. It's bullshit. He should. But yeah. But he doesn't. But he won't. Yeah. And then and then everything that he did afterwards, bringing those teams, that that freaking Dion Waiters led team and Goran Dragic, like what they did this this past year in the bubble with Jimmy Butler. And Bam Adebayo. Also, a good fucking coach. Also, uh, you know, the number three coach of the decade, in my opinion, is uh, Rick Carlisle. A guy that doesn't, I think, get enough due. Good pick. So, yeah, I like that. Got a yeah, championship a during the decade and, like, has been competitive except for, like, basically two seasons. and Where they had right no back one. In it. Where they had right. no one. And, right. Yeah, and and Dirk, Dirk playing on, like, one leg, basically. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I got to run. So you can follow me on Twitter. At Tad Hall underscore, and you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Tad dot Hall. That's T A D dot H A L L. Perfect. Yep. You can follow me at J underscore Kilos on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nikki Palooza. You can follow the podcast Instagram and Twitter at NBA Pod. Give us five stars, like all of those good things, great ratings, subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. It's happening, folks. Preseason basketball is about to start. Basketball's back, baby. Oh, yeah. All right, everyone. For Tad, for Jay, I'm Nikki. Good night. Good night.